Presented by T-Mobile, the official wireless partner of Odyssey Sports. With an awesome network and great savings, there's never been a better time to join T-Mobile. Visit your neighborhood store to make the switch today. You could spend the weekend doing the same old whatever, or you could conquer the weekend in the all-new Hyundai Santa Fe. Visit HyundaiUSA.com for more details. Hyundai, there's joy in every journey. Good morning and welcome to this week's edition of the Golf Show here on 93.7 The Fan. I am Mike Dedurich. I am your host every Saturday morning from 7 to 8 a.m. Um, another week on the PGA Tour, another interesting story. But let's go back just a week. Um, I don't know of too many golf fans who don't like watching the Masters. Um, and I'm not sure if you're a golf fan how you wouldn't like to watch the Masters. But Jim, Na- Jim Nance likes to tell us that the Masters is unlike any other golf tournament. And many times he's right. But last week it was even more than that. Um, <laughs> there probably has never been a more impactful gathering in those tall Georgia pines than the 20, 2021 Masters. Um, there were lots of favorites who didn't make the cut, and that happens every year. There were runs by different guys at, at the top, but the the most I don't want to say steady, but that's pretty much what he was. He wasn't, you know, he he didn't make a, a lot of um, spectacular shots. He just played a very solid round of golf. That would be Hideki Matsuyama from Japan. And while he just finished winning the Masters, he also opened a door, and well, doors, plural, to a new world for that massive market of Japanese golfers who have, you know, they've grown up playing at high levels, and we've seen them play on the peak, but they've never been able to put on that storied green jacket of a Masters champion. And I can only imagine what it was like for him going back to Japan on Monday. Um, The man is going to be a god over there. Um, They're crazy about golf. And what he did was dotted the I and crossed the T for an awful lot of young golfers. And I'm willing to bet that it won't be just young golfers in Japan. It's going to be young golfers throughout Southeast Asia. He's given them hope. Uh, He showed them that it can be done. And there has to be a great deal of pride about all of that in Japan and and that part of the world, even from the guys who have um, preceded him in the Masters, guys who played pretty well but just weren't able to to make the shots that were needed. Um, His performance, as I said, was not not flawless, but it was good enough to withstand um, charges from especially – uh, Xander Schauffele on, on the final day, he put together a couple birdies and, and got close. 
but then uh, dunked the ball on, on the par 3 16th, and that was the end of that. But that game was good enough, good enough to win the admiration of, of the crowds, or patrons as they're called there, and he's going to be a very popular champion uh, wherever he goes. Um, maybe the most poignant moment came from his caddy. And I don't know if you saw the video clips of that or saw it on TV. Um, once the player gets uh, holds out the final putt and the congratulations you know, are are exchanged and the green clears it's the caddy's job to put the flagstick back in the hole and many times they'll take the flag off the flagstick for for the guy's uh, trophy room but this time the caddy went out onto the green with the stick and put the flagstick in the cup and then he did something I had never seen before, and I, I'd be willing to bet there are a lot of people who didn't see. Um, took off his hat and took a moment to bow in the direction of the course, and it was, you know, obviously a symbol of respect for the vaunted Augusta National Country Club uh, or golf club um, layout, and that that's gotten a lot of attention this week, as it should have. Um, because I've watched a lot of masters. I, I've never seen that before. It was really cool as, as most masters are, there's always something that comes out of it that makes it a little bit different than every, every other tournament. Uh, it was a great tournament and, and like many others that's preceded it, it, it was histo- historic in its own right. Um, you know what's funny about that tournament every year is you get a big chunk of the best players in the world um got to be in the top 50 of the world golf rankings um and every year guys are packing up their cars and heading to the airport on Friday night after missing a cut um but boy there there was a Youthful tinge to this one. Uh, Will Zalatoris, the the young guy from Georgia Tech, um, you know, he was out there in the midst of it. Uh, Shoffley's young. Um, There there were a lot of young players that played really well. And again, that's just just another example of, um, you know, the tour, uh, how it's put together at right now and it's it's going to be pretty interesting you know for all these leading guys coming into next year be looking over their shoulder about which of these kids is going to take a shot at me now um i don't know i found it very interesting i enjoyed every minute of it uh, the TV ratings were much better than last year's when it was in November. Um, and even without Tiger Woods, who is always the one who, who you know, grabs the attention and, and keeps the attention of of the, the patrons, um, he wasn't there, but there was still 
a lot of excitement um, there. Uh, I got to cover 10 of those, and <laughs> it is crazy how good it is and how different it is from a U.S. Open or a PGA, um, any of those things. It's, it's not the Masters. But that's over for this year. Um, the, the boys have made the traditional short trip to um, Hilton Head, and they're playing in the RBC Heritage Classic. And how about Stuart Sink? 47 years old, hasn't won um, <laughs> since before some of these young guys um, were born. But he is atop the leaderboard after shooting a pair of 63s to set the scoring record for 36 holes. 47 years old. He's five shots better than Corey Connors. And the, the best previous score was uh, 129, which is three shots higher than, than Sink. And that was uh, set by Jack Nicholson in 1975 and Phil Mickelson in 2002. Uh, Corey Connors is 11 under. Emilio Grillo is 64, uh, was another shot behind. Um, you know, and the, the list of, of solid players is there, uh, as always. But there are a lot of guys who take the week off after the, the Masters grind. Um, Think said, um, and, and he's a really cool guy, too. Um, I'll tell you this story. They had the, for a couple years, they had the 84 Lumber Classic and then the Pennsylvania Classic it turned into, but they had it, uh, at Laurel Valley out in Ligonier one year and then they had it down in Waynesboro, um, near Philly and it was, it alternated every year. Well, I got a call very early in the morning on a, on Wednesday of tournament week when it was here, and the tournament director said, do you want to play in the Pro-Am? I said, that's today. And he said, yeah. I said, well, what time do I got to be there? And he said, you got about 45 minutes. I said, this is for real. This isn't, you know, uh, you, you're going to get in if, if I have an opening. No, this is for real. And I said, who's the pro? And he said, I'll tell you when you get here. So I had no idea who I was getting. I figured it would be a, you know, young kid or older veteran just trying to hang on. So I get ready and get there. And I go into the locker room. And I was met at the door by <laughs> this this picture uh, first thing in the morning. Here comes John Daly. He's got a cigarette in his mouth and carrying a can of Diet Coke in each each hand as he was heading out to the golf course. So there's a way to get your morning started. Um, but I get there, and I get registered, and, and nobody told me, but I happened to look, and I saw that it was Stuart Sink. And that was, that was really I, – I was excited by that. And he turned out to be even better than I had expected him to be. Um, and we played in a foursome with two guys from a company. I think they were from New Jersey, and, and these guys were just two company employees, and, and 
they didn't have enough for a foursome, so they put me in there. And the strangest thing, we get to the first tee, which for us was the 10th tee, and we were all on the tee, got our picture taken. Um, Stewart hits his ball. We go down to our tees. We hit our balls, and we start to walk. And those two guys, whose names I can't remember, but those two guys walked ahead, and they were off on the other side of the golf course from, from where we were. And that started a run of 18 holes where it was them going their way and me walking down the fairways with Stuart Sink. And we had a wonderful talk. Talked about golf, talked about him, and as you remember, that was a week after uh, 9-11. So he knew a little bit about the, the area, and um, he asked a whole bunch of questions, and I told him what I had, had known was that that uh, Flight 93 flew pretty much right over Laurel Valley, and um, when it went over, it was tipping its wings one way or the other. You know, that's that's when the fight began to try to save the, the aircraft and save the people in it. Um, but I've never been involved with guys who they weren't any more interested in Stuart Sink than anybody. But that was just a big bonus for me. I loved it. And, uh, that was uh, certainly a memorable, memorable day with him. Uh, but anyway, this week he has his son. 24-year-old Reagan, who's caddying for him, and, um, and they they are forming quite a team. Um, he hasn't finished in the top 20 at Harbortown in over 20 years. He hasn't led since the Travelers Championship in since 2008. And, of course, he's closer to the PGA Tour champions than he is his pride. But that didn't matter. They put a goal, They put a uh, game plan together, and they stuck with it. His, his quote was, it doesn't feel all that special, to be honest with you. We just kind of worked our game plan. Yes, you did. Uh, pair of 63s is um, uh, pretty special. Uh, and, you know, he's going to have – uh, even though he's up by five shots, he'll he'll get challenged today and tomorrow. And on that golf course, which is a tricky golf course, short, but tree-lined on a lot of the fairways, the greens are um, very Pete Dye-ish. Um, you have to be careful with them. But if you put the ball in play, like Sink obviously has, um, it's you know, you can play it because it's not overly long. Uh, so it's a neat place um, in the schedule for um, Harbor Town. Yes, you're not going to get all the big guys who take a week off after a major, but, you know, you're getting a bunch of guys who um, need a victory to, to try to get something going or – just looking for their first win, you know. There's, it's a really um, mixed kind of field, 
Colin Morikawa, who won the PGA last year, um, and he's that's about a month away. He got in at nine under. Uh, Sun J.M. with a 65 and Billy Horser with a 67 um, with Cameron Smith, who is um, right there as well, who had a 62 in his first round uh, and finished up with a 71 yesterday. So there are contenders there. And like I said, Sink hasn't won in a while. That's that's the, the, the key now to see what he's going to do today and tomorrow. If he can stick with that game plan he talked about, then it could be a fun Sunday afternoon. Um, we shall see, however. We have a couple interesting guests coming up. Um, uh, I wanted to get another guy's uh, perspective on the Masters. He was there, and um, Bob Herrig is going to join us next. And then a little later in the show, we're going to talk to a young man who did something very spectacular on on um, Tuesday, I think it was, maybe it was Monday, um, at the Pete Dye Club in West Virginia. Um, Mark Getz plays for the West Virginia University golf team, and he helped the Mountaineers win the Mountaineer Invitational, and um, he had a lot of fun doing it. So we'll talk to him about that as well. And um, who knows what else we'll, we'll come up with. But it's time for our first break of the day. And uh, we will do that right after I tell you um, that we are brought to you by Cedarbrook Golf Course in Ross Traver and also by Community Bank, moving forward, building a stronger community. Okay, we're going to take a break. We'll be back, and we'll talk to Bob Herrick. You're listening to The Golf Show on Sports Radio 93.7 The Fan. <laughs> 